All right, everybody, welcome back to another edition of Three in the Key podcast. Uh, joining us this week, you know, Shane, as always, and with my good buddy, Brent. Yeah, we're, we're, we're back and we're popping two pods off in one week. So uh, better, better put your buckle, buckle your seatbelts on because uh, we're, we're ready to go through the Western Conference. Yeah, you better buckle up, buckaroos. Uh, so we got uh you know you already listened to our previous podcast about the eastern conference in terms of big threes in the nba just to give everybody a quick synopsis on what we're covering on this podcast is we went through you know it's free agency just started uh it's about day three in free agency uh when this pod will be dropping or day four um and what we're doing is just going through the big threes on each team. So three best players. If those teams accompanied by their three best players can make the playoffs, we're going to say, you know, yes for the playoffs or no. And just a background on playoffs where we will call out if they'll make the playing tournament. So that's the nine and 10 seeds. And, uh, you know, away we go. Brendan, if you have anything to add. Well, I don't know. Uh, since we kind of like uh, ad hoc, off the cuff, made up the possibility of putting in the, the playing games last pod, maybe we'll make up another role. Who knows? Let's not let's not lock anything in right now. But <laughs> I'm 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 pumped to go through the Western Conference, um, and I really just want to harp on this again. You know, three best players on every team set the tone. You know, on on. Uh, generational talents can set the tone themselves but really that's so few and so far between we're focusing on big three and what's going to happen this year in the playoffs so um you want to get a starter chain yeah and and one one quick thing guys that are not really included Kawhi leonard free agent john collins was included in our previous pod spencer dimwitty kelly Oubre. Danny Green, Laurie Markkinen, Reggie Jackson, Victor Oladipo, Josh Hart. Those are guys that are still unsigned, but uh, could make an impact. And we'll jump on into Dallas Mavericks. So option one, Luka Doncic, who is blowing it up in the Olympics for Slovenia. Uh, crushing it is a wonder child, you know, picked in the 2018 draft. He is the franchise cornerstone of Dallas Mavericks. They got Chris Dabbs, Porzingis as their option number two. And Tim Hardaway Jr. as option number three. Two former Knicks and Luka. Uh, Brendan, how do you feel about this team? Playoffs or? You know, I'm going to have to turn on a Slovenia game because, you know, some people say Luka's carrying them, but have you seen Zoran Dragic? Goran Dragic's brother tearing it up, averaging you know more points than Luca. Maybe that's not true, but you know might as well be. He he's putting up stats. Zoran Dragic might be the one actually carrying Slovenia. You never want to hear you have two ex Knicks as your best uh, or as your second and third best players. So you know I'm a little sour on them. I think Dragic this is the year. Well, at the end of it, minimum um, or latest that Donkic forces his way out of there. He signed the Max, and he's gone. Um, overall, going playoffs, though, Luka is too good. And, um, you know, like, clearly Luka could make the playoffs uh, with, with no one else on his team. Like, you and, you and me on, on his team with, uh, I don't know, with Zoran Dragic <laughs> could, could make the playoffs. What, what do you got? Um, yeah, to piggyback on your Zoran Dragic, Goran Dragic, his parents are the laziest namers of all time. Goran and Zoran, <laughs> that's like Brendan and Grendon. Um, but, uh, or Shane and uh, Zane. But, you know, it, it, I think also one thing with uh, Luca, he's going to get a $202 million 
five-year contract, pretty incredible, out of uh, the Mavericks as soon as he gets back from um, the Olympics. I think this is a team that I'm going to put them as my nine seed, though. I don't think I'm starting them off in the playing game. All right, let me do a quick reassess just to double-check my nine, ten seeds. It's they're running it back, same team as last year, which uh, I'm saying yes. Need work. I'm, I'm saying they're they're top eight. They're top eight. Yeah, I'm sticking with that. You're saying nine seed? Yeah, yeah. No, th- this is this is a big year for them. New coach uh, with Jason Kidd. This is there's a lot of pressure. I mean, honestly, uh, I I I wonder what's gonna happen. Um, uh, and I, just correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think there was a some whispers that came out after the championship this year with the Bucks that Giannis credits Jason Kidd with his, some of his development because he like hated Jason Kidd so much. Um, correct me if I'm, if you remember that inc- like differently, but Jason Kidd was so like, was challenging him to be the ball handler, but also like not the coach for Giannis. Yeah. I just think he, I think Jason Kidd's a shitty coach and I also will never forget when he had his player hit into him while he was drinking a Coke. So he spilled it all over the floor. So they got a timeout and like genius, but also so shysty. I just genius. Come on. Come on. (laughs) That was amazing. I I don't think he's a good coach, but I, that's my, that's my favorite Jason Kidd moment of him not playing. Yeah. But I, I don't know. We'll see. I think they regress with him as coach. I think Carlisle is a much better coach. I just think that they have the same team, too. I, I don't think they take the step forward that they need. Yeah, all right. Well, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what, uh, what eight you have. Well, uh, you know, now jumping into a team that is very interesting, reigning MVP. Denver Nuggets, Nikola joked the Joker. Uh, you know, his option number two would be Michael Porter Jr. Option number three would be Aaron Gordon. And a lot of our listeners would be like, wait, hold on. Uh, what happened to Jamal Murray? I'll tell you exactly what happened to Jamal Murray. Um, he tore his ACL and it usually takes a year. So by the time he would come back, might be April. Of next year, maybe, maybe a little, March, maybe a little sooner. Yeah, maybe, maybe March. But um, I think the the fan the fans of the pod are actually thinking, did you not mention Will Barton? Like, what what's going on here? <laughs> Will, Will Barton is a talent, and he's just resigned. Um, honestly, though, uh, big fan of Will Barton. Um, all right, so we we we're, we're, we got the Nuggets here. I, I'm not going to spend too much time on them. I think that Aaron Gordon fits well. They're a yes in my book. No question. I mean, reigning MVP, um, arguably not the best big man in the league, but um, clearly the best big man this past year. I, uh, I, I think they're, they're going to make the playoffs, and it'll be, it'll be fun. Uh, they're, they're, they're something that if they have a little less wiggle room for, for health, um, which is actually something that's so important to talk about, uh, given that they are are shallower with Jamal Murray out uh, for most of the season, but I still think that they're going to find a way. And as we go through the Western Conference, you're going to hear why. Yeah, they also have Compazzo, so don't oh, forget oh, that. Facundo, they, yeah. they re-signed Austin Rivers to a one-year deal, Jeff Green to a two-year deal, and Jamichael Green. So they got two Greens and a Rivers. Yeah. Success. And- yeah, at least only one of them are on the Knicks, so they're already looking better than Mavericks. <laughs> totally fair. Uh, and moving on to a very interesting team, Golden State Warriors. Yeah. So, wait, wait, I, I want to take this one. So um, we're, we're starting with the Golden State Warriors. Very easy to start with Steph Curry as the number one. What is Clay Thompson going to look like? If he's Clay Thompson even close to what we come to expect from him, He's the number two. Um, and then Draymond would be the number three. Um, Wiggins, someone to, to throw in there. 
Um, if you watch the game, I know, I know, you listen to ESPN. Fuck that. If you watch the game, Wiggins makes an impact. He can shoot. He can dribble. He can play defense. None of those are elite. Okay, that's where we're at with Andrew Wiggins. Perfectly fine on a team with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green. So really happy about that. Um, and then their their young talent is actually the most amazing. Um, I, I don't know what they're going to do with it. I think if they're really, really all in, let's say we get towards the trade deadline and they're um, on the cusp or, you know, looking good, they're going to move some of their young people. Um, I know they have uh, Kaminga from the draft this year. I think they got Moody, who's also a young, you know, like great player. Um, but these are guys that don't line up with their their timeline. And um, I can see them completely making a move for someone that does and that they'll just be insanely good. Um, so when you pair a team with that much older talent or experienced talent and that much incredibly young talent, then there's something they're, they, they have to make a move. Them as is, so let's assume they don't make any moves. They're going to be a playoff team. Um, but I, I think lower end, and then I think they have to make that move to put them into playoff contention. So I, I'm going to say definitely playoffs. Um, but they, I mean, I actually, I meant championship contention if they, if they make a move in the midseason. Yeah. Um, you know, to go up like Steph Curry, Wiggins had a, uh, had a really good year with them. It was kind of a resurgent year, you know, and then we got Clay Thompson who has overcome a right Achilles tear, uh, right Achilles, like ruptures, right Achilles, a left ACL tear and a um, horrible Space Jam movie. So if he can get through that, Clay Thompson can get through anything. And uh, yeah, I I think that they have the pieces, whether they trade or or what, to uh, make the playoffs and and kind of give some people some headaches. So yeah, I mean it'll, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. You know, you just wish they you, we as fans of the game, just hope they can stay healthy because we know how good they looked even before KD, you know, like before Durant went there, we know how good they can look with experienced players around them. And this, this is going to be an exciting year. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll bring us to our next team, which is a, a definitely a different tone than the Warriors. Um, so the Houston Rockets in the Western conference right now um, are being led by yeah, it's a, it's a it's a different team than than what we're used to seeing. Um, now we can throw these players in a few different orders. Um, I'm gonna personally throw Christian Wood out there as the number one option. He is their big free agency signing last year. He's someone that the year before crushed it on Detroit, and so um, someone that I have a lot of respect for. Um, not a lot, actually. Some respect for And um, so we'll start off with him, Christian Wood. Then you have combo guard. You have John Wall. And you have Kevin Porter Jr. Um, so those are the big three. Not a big three that gets me too excited. Um, so I'm, I'm really – I'm sitting on the no on the playoffs. And I think it's pretty clear. I don't have to say too much more. You know, they, they're, they're young. Um, they're, they're, they're working on it and, uh, not, not feeling too great about them, but you know, I, I think I've given away a little bit of what I watched in the league past, but it, it is young teams like this that have a high ceiling and a super low floor. Um, so I'll be tossing on some Rockets games definitely, but what do, what do you have this team doing? I have them firmly in the lottery. Um, I like I like the core, though, of Kevin Porter Jr., Christian Wood, Jalen Green. I think it's very exciting. Um, They could be building something there. I think John Wall is – they let him play a lot of minutes in the beginning, or they cut him in training camp and let him sign with with another team. I don't really know what they're going to do there, but I say let the young kids play and let John Wall kind of find a off-the-bench role on a playoff team. Um, I like that take. If they did that, that'd be fun. Um, 
You know what's uh, uh, kind of a, what I would call a, a proper player that they signed is Daniel Tice. So the reason why I, I go out of my way to mention that is because it, it threw me for a little bit of a curveball to add someone as great of a leader, as strong of a competitor, as talented of a rebounder, as Daniel Tice onto this team that has uh, that screams lottery. Um, so maybe they're trying to be more competitive than than I thought. So just something to keep an eye on. Um, they're they're going to push teams, and they're going to be fun. They have so many young players. Um, now that just historically has always not added up to the playoffs, but um, you know you can't you can't be relying on that many young players. But if Kevin Porter Jr. can like stay out of jail, then um, they they're going to be they're going to be a fun team. No, I agree. And they signed uh, David and Waba, who I'm a huge fan of. He's a three and D player, and he oh, gives. Yeah, he's, he's a bull. Yeah, you know, three years, fifteen million dollars. Like, hello, that's a that's an A plus signing. And oh, yeah. and Tice is a stretch five, so I like it. Um, we'll see what happens, but they're not making the playoffs. All right, who do we got next? So we got the Clippers next, and uh, caveat with the Clippers, you know, Kawhi has not signed with them, so he's not going to be included. He's an asterisk in terms of their big three. Right now, their big three is a little different. Paul George had a great year last year. He really he showed up in the playoffs without Kawhi, um, and, you know, good for him. He, he, he played well. Marcus Morris had a good uh, playoffs, but the guy who really showed up and maybe he's going to make a leap is Terrence Mann. That's somebody you might be able to build with. And uh, he, he looked great in the playoffs. And Ty Lu, maybe he's unlocked something there. So yeah. I, I like this team. He did look good. I mean, Terrence Mann looked good. Um, they're they're an okay team. I, I I don't know. I'm not sold. Um, I mean, if, if we're really trying to make this prediction without Kawhi, then I I am not sure about the playoffs at all at all. Um, so it it depends. Are are, are we just to, to solidify this pick? Are we talking Kawhi staying or are we talking Kawhi actually leaving? We're saying Kawhi's leaving. Right, I'm saying I no. like the I'm team, no. but I, I didn't say anything. What did you say? No, I'm a no. I'm a no. If, if he – I mean, he's that good, and he's he, he sways this team either way. Um, they they drop significantly if they lose Kawhi. It's just, it's just how it works. Yeah, I don't think – they're not a playoff team unless Terrence Mann becomes an all-star. So, I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to just – I mean, I'm not trying to be – upset or anything but bull- like bullshit no way Terrence Mann is not carrying this team with Paul George to the playoffs like Paul George is going to put up another stellar performance of a year and be shed on for not bringing them to the championship like I think that that's that's what's going to happen if he if he's without Kawhi but if he's with Kawhi that's where it gets so fun um because they have they have that competition in the in the uh arena that actually we're about to get to but um, you know that that that's where it gets fun. So we have the Clippers, and sharing their own arena with the Lakers, um, the Staples Center, with LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook, the second most clear big three of the whole league, because um, most clear was the Nets last pod with the Durant, Harden, and Kyrie. Um, so yeah, Lakers adding Westbrook. Do you think it's gonna work? What, what what's happening there? So I I, I want to watch everything. I'm very excited to watch what happens. Um, you know what this team gives me shades of? Makes me reminiscent of the 2012 and 2013 Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, you know, they... They were that team just to give everyone a refresher was Kobe Bryant, Dwight Howard, uh, Steve Nash, Meta World Peace, Paul Gasol. 
And this team is LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, and uh, Dwight Howard, Trevor Ariza. So it just has like a couple shades of it. Very interesting. I think this team is going to get injured and I know they're signing a lot of people and a lot of veterans. So it'll be interesting, but I think they're going to be like a six seed that gets swept in the first round of the playoffs. Like uh, the 2012 and 13 Lakers did. Wow. I mean, the, the comparison is, uh, is warranted. What if I were to throw out a possible comparison? And, and this is less, uh, less. Well, let me let me know what you think. But 2004 Lakers, you had Kobe, you had Shaq, you had Carl Malone, Gary Payton, Luke Walton, Rick Fox, Derek Fisher. What? what I, Robert Ory. Oh, it was Robert Ory on that one. Probably. Or he, no, he was on the Spurs for that one. Oh my God. Forget Hor- uh, Robert uh, Horry. It's Horace Grant. He's the one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Horry was too busy winning championships. Um, but yeah. Whoa. Uh, that, I mean, the Lakers have done this. And if you think about it, that's 2003, 2004. You're talking about 2013, right? And then we have 2021, 2022. That shows about every 10 years, the Lakers just go for it with some veterans. And that are past their prime and see what happens. And that has not led to a ship or anything since. As, as far as the record goes back. Um, so I'm going to say they make the playoffs. Um, and yeah, I'm just going to say a, a hard yes, even though, you know, I'm setting the low bar of them, you know, not, not winning the championship. I, I, I like this Western conference. Um, I think there's some some teams that are gonna be fun. I, I'm really excited about the Warriors getting healthy again. So I, I don't think the Lakers are gonna to take it this year. What did you say? Eight seed or what? What's yeah, I said eight seed. We don't six, call it six seed. or eight. No, we're just calling it nine nine or ten seeds, right? Yeah, fair. Yeah, all right. But you're you're, you're low on them, but but playoffs. Um, yeah, playoffs. That brings us to an actual, uh, I believe, ten seed from last year. Uh, the Grizzlies. So we're, we're talking uh, play-in tournament, um, uh, you know, vets. We have John Morant, Dylan Brooks, Eric Bledsoe. You can throw JJJ in there. I, I would. I think JJJ, you know, could be the second most talented player on that team. And then you have, uh, you know, um, Steve Adams, too, just to, just to add that in as a additional, you know, starter, if that, that could be the lineup. Um what what do they do? What what do you think they're going to do this year? I think they make the playoffs. I'm so excited about them. Uh, I Dylan Brooks, one of my favorite players in the league, to be honest. Like I I I, I know it's like crazy to say that he's such a bulldog. He was that way in college at Oregon too, and he's just a winner. He's like a winning player. They also have Kyle Anderson, who should be mentioned uh, on that team. Getting Steven Adams, I thought Valanchunas, they traded. Uh, they got Steven Adams and Eric Bledsoe back from the Pelicans for um, Valanchunas. And I thought Valanchunas was a better player than Steven Adams, but I think Steven Adams fits this team better. And Bledsoe is kind of an add bonus. Like, you just get a good backup point guard behind Ja Morant and let, uh, let Ja be your star. But I think if Jaron Jackson can stay healthy and, and all of the complimentary players that they have on this team, I, I think they're young enough and good enough to uh, make the playoffs. All right. So I, I don't want to assume the answer. I, I think I heard a couple answers in your, your talk, but if you're saying hard, yes to the Grizzlies this year, who is the key? Who's it? Who's the player? It's Jaron Jackson being healthy and playing 60 games as a stretch four. Yeah, yeah. I think I think if JJJ becomes like Pau Gasol, right? Then then that's that's beautiful. Uh, that that's kind of who I see him um, becoming in his like prime. Um, and and if you disagree, take a look back at Prime Pau 
and talk, talk to me again. Um, but I'm going to say yes, but nine seed. I'm saying yes, nine seed. I think they're a playing game. Um, uh, they're, they're lucky there's a playing game. They're, they're, they're benefiting from that. Yeah, I all right. I'll I'll put them as ten seed. All right. Yeah. Well, fun team to watch. Um, good, exciting young team, and you know they made some moves. I uh, one of the hot, one of the takes you, you you said that I really agree with the most was that Stephen Adams fits better with the Grizzlies than than he did with uh, the Falcons. So um, I'm excited for him to get some respect again, put some respect to that name because Stephen Adams wasn't as bad as everyone made him out to be last year at the Falcons. Um, moving along to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Now we're about halfway through the West and we both have a bunch of yeses. So we're going to have to say some no's on this back end. Um, Timberwolves are led by none other than Carl Anthony Towns. We have D'Angelo Russell and we have Anthony Edwards. It's one of the most clear big three um, for a team that has not done as much as the other ones. Um, so who, who are you feeling? So, um, this team is just, it's like you let your eighth grade self make a team. Like they just, they're good individual players, but no one fits. So I like, uh, I like Carl Anthony Towns by himself. I like D'Angelo Russell by himself. I like Anthony Edwards by himself. Uh, so this team is not going anywhere. Not to the playoffs, but they'll be fun to watch on League Pass. So let, let's say you're a um, a GM and you have uh, let, I don't know a four year contract to throw out four year contract, and both D'Angelo Russell and Anthony Edwards are free agents. Who are you signing? Four years. You always sign the younger player with upside, like Anthony Edwards, even though he's volume shooter. I, I kind of like, I like him. I would build around him more than a 24 year old D'Angelo Russell. I know he made one all-star team and he's good in theory, but uh, I, I would go with uh, the younger one. How about yourself? I, I like that. I'm going to, I'm going to reserve my answer. Cause I, I really want to focus on, on Shane right now, but um, I, I like that. Anthony Everts. Uh, yeah. I, I think he, he, Showed more promise than people uh, mentioned last year. But overall, Timberwolves are a big no for me on the playoffs. Yeah, and, you know, we'll we'll see what uh, what happens in the future with them. They need to make a trade and kind of shake that up. But we shall see. And, like, jumping into Wait, our next I, team. I think the trade that they might make, if we mention it, I think they might trade Carl Anthony Towns. And D'Angelo Russell blow that shit up. Start with Anthony Edwards, young talent around him. That I think that's the move. I mean, while we're talking about Anthony Edwards, he is somebody that is like a soundbite a minute. He's absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Oh His my God. interviews are incredible. Like he's just he's very likable. He's yeah. trying to do a rap career. Like I'm all in on Anthony Edwards. I, I'm interested to see where it goes, but currently you know, huge fan of, of him. He, he's so genuine The the soundbite, I mean, there's so many I can go by, but one that's coming to mind right now is the Alex Rodriguez buying the team. And he's like, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah no idea. Oh, love it. Or- I, I love it. All right. So as you were going, um, next team is really exciting. New Orleans Pelicans. Um, this, this is an exciting team because they have Zion Williams. Let's, let's be real. That's why they're excited. So, they made some moves. Um, they were able to add Jonas Valanciunas and drop some big contracts and Eric Bledsoe and Steven Adams. Um, now, I think we we didn't mention Brandon Ingram yet, but you have Jonas Valanciunas being added to this team. How is he going to fit and how is he going to impact their their record? So I'm, I'm a huge Valanciunas fan. Uh, just he's a hustle guy. He's pretty athletic and he's got a good um, he's got a good shot for a seven footer like where Steven Adams would just clog the paint. And it was a it wasn't a good fit for Zion, who 
makes his living in the paint. Uh, so Valanciunas can step out and kind of free up space for Zion. So I think it was a great trade for both. And, and this team's going to be interesting. Ingram was an all-star. Zion's an all-star. Valanciunas is a good player. They just added Devontae Graham, who will be a nice kind of heat check guy. Uh, they lost Lonzo, so they have a bunch of young point guards. So th- there's going to be a learning curve. Um, I don't, I don't think this is a playoff team. I think they'll be the 11th seed again, but they got rid of Stan Van Gundy, so that should only help them. They had Willie Green. Willie Green, I had on fantasy at one point. He, he, this was just like a couple years ago. He was in the league. I, I have no more faith in the Pelicans. The only actually thing I have more faith in the Pelicans now than I did last year is that they're going to lose Zion Williamson. No way he stays with them. No way this team got that much better. Devontae Graham is not better than Lonzo Ball. Valanciunas is better than Steven Adams. But he doesn't spread the floor like you like want him to. I think in, like people are thinking like he can spread the floor so well. But in reality, he's just being compared to Steven Adams, um, who can't spread the floor at all. So th- this is a team that's going to have some problems on defense. Um, and by some, I mean gigantic. And then they're going to have um, they're gonna have issues with space on the floor. I don't know. They can make maybe some some offseason moves. You know, it is early in free agency, but they, um, I think they are definitely not making the playoffs, and I and it's going to cost them. It's going to cost them a generational talent. Zion's going to New York, baby. Yeah. All right. Well, we both have nose, right? Nose in the Pelicans. Nose. All right. Now, next team is I think one of the easier teams, but Oklahoma City Thunder, led by. The one, the only, Shea, Gilgis, Alexander, longest name in the league, deserving of the name. Um, Added Kemba Walker in the offseason by the the Boston Celtics. And then, um, tough to say who their third is. I would probably say Lou Dort might be their third option right now. Lou Dort's had some big games, big defense. And then, you know, the the true NBA fan um, love of Alexei. Pokushevsky. Um, that's uh that, that that makes a fun team. They're a young team. Throwing Darius Baisley. I'm definitely watching them. I'm definitely gonna keep them as my pet team this year because they haven't gotten much better. I hope that Kemba Walker gets traded or doesn't play at all, but no way they make the playoffs. No, I think that this is a team that uh they're gonna be a lot of fun, like to watch but they're not going to make playoffs. They're a rebuilding team. So we can move on to a more fun team in the Suns. You know, Suns made the the finals last year, or, you know, this year just ended. Devin Booker's their number one. DeAndre Ayton's their number two. Chris Paul just signed. Huge deal to be their number three again. Then Mikael Bridges was a monster off the bench he probably is in line for a big extension um so this is a fun team and it's really up to the extensions that they need to sign with Aiton and Mikhail Bridges they'll keep this core and try and run it back and win an NBA finals yeah yeah I mean really the the only exciting thing about this but clearly clearly gonna make the playoffs um is whether Aiton signs contract I mean uh both Donkich and Trey Young did and they're the other big timers, and he's he's the number one uh, number one pick in that draft. So um, interested to see what happens there, what they do with their their future. But um, yeah, clearly clearly going to the the playoffs. Um, Trailblazers, perennial playoff team, but they have some uh, some drama around them this year. So just gonna run it back with their their lineup that they ended the season with. So Dame Lillard, everyone knows T.J. McCollum and Joseph uh, Yusuf Nurkic. Um, but then Rob Covington, another proper player. Love myself from Rob Cub. And then uh, Norman Powell might have been lost a little bit last year in, in the trades, but he was traded for um, in the middle of the season. And um, this team looks pretty good if, if they're able to hold it together. I mean, it, let's let's assume Dame stays there because, you know, it seems like as of right now, he's willing to run it back for at least a, a part of the season. Yeah, um, you know what I'm going to do, a pod first, because we don't have to play by any rules. 
I'm going to say that this team doesn't make the playoffs. And I'm going to change my Clippers pick that I said they wouldn't make the playoffs to yes. So Clippers in, Blazers out. I think that they're going to blow it up and not make the playoffs. So sorry to uh, break the norms, but I'm going to throw a, uh, a curveball here. So I don't think they make it, and I think they trade everyone. I was going to remind the uh, listeners here that, yes, there are no rules. But uh, just for you listening, we decided the Clippers were not going to make it because of Kawhi Leonard not signing with them. And so that, that throws a whole wrench in all of these predictions. If he were to sign with any of these teams, they'd be automatically become playoff contenders. Um, so, yeah, yeah, we're going to take the, the – we're going to take the blow up the Trailblazers route. I like it. Okay. Um, where does Dave go? Where is he going? If you're blowing up the Trailblazers, you have to answer some questions. Yeah, no, totally fair. Um, I think I don't. I I hope it's not the Knicks because I think they would just have to trade RJ, and I think they would have to trade all of the draft picks that they just did, and it would just be a disaster. But I think he's a possibility. But I think the Sixers, if they can make it work, would make the most sense. So right. I'm saying 76ers. Now is that a blow up? If um, so, I, I saw I saw a lineup, uh, you know, a, a made up lineup that if the if they trade Damian Lillard, the Blazers trade Damian for Ben Simmons and Tyrese Maxey. Okay, you get a bunch of first round picks, whatever, whatever happens. Um, now Damian Lillard gets replaced by Maxey. Then you have McCollum. Then you have Powell. Then you have um, you know, Nurkic at center, and you're rocking uh, Ben Simmons probably at the four. That that team's not making the playoffs. Well, no, I think they'll do another trade too. I think they'll get rid of CJ. That's what, all right. That was my next question because they if they, blow they it, have they blow two, it they don't have um they don't have cap space, and maybe I should have specified with that like. They'll they they're just gonna blow everything up. Yeah, they're blowing it up. They're blowing it up. I hope Nurkic ends up somewhere fun because he's he's someone I I just am so intrigued by. Although he just won't do it. Um, I'm um how many yeses do I have right now? Three, four, I'm five yeses in. They're a yes then. They're a yes. They're 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 a six yes. Um, they're a top eight team. Um, now we have three more teams to go. I have six yeses and one nine seed. You have one, two, three, four, five yeses. So you're feeling three yeses right now in a row? Or or am I mistaken? Yeah, I, I am. Okay, okay, here we go. I love it. All right, next team is the Kings. And I'm going to let you take it away, Shane. Oh, I'll take it away. Because I'm going to do, you know, just for everyone, all the listeners, I do work in sales and I'm going to do the best sales job that I can right now. So (laughs) what we have with the Kings here is we have a hungry De'Aaron Fox, you know, just signed a huge extension last year. He's arguably a uh, top eight point guard in the league. Love him. Buddy Heald, great shooter, you know, hungry, wants to be an all-star, not an all-star yet. Got Harrison Barnes, wily old vet. He won a championship with the Warriors. He really is a stabilitating force there. Tyrese Halliburton was number three in Rookie of the Year voting. He's one of those players that you can really uh, build a team around. Like he's not a star, but he's a great rotational player. Knows how to you know play the game basketball. Rashawn Holmes. I know he's a Brendan Perper player. They just signed him to a. Uh, four-year, $55 million deal, great stretch center, and uh, he's 27 years old. So I think that this team has all of the makings of uh, you know making the playoffs and making some ruckus in the playoffs. Love it. Love it. Um, wow, I guess I'm, I'm convinced. Um, but no, I'm, I'm going yes. I'm going yes. And um, love love the call out for Rashawn Holmes being a proper player because he is the definition of proper player. What what beauty 
Woke Grace. Please watch. Um, right, they also so have we, Marvin Bagley, who uh, we didn't even mention, but he was picked over Luca and Trey Young. So, uh, yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> that doesn't mean any anything to that extent. Um, he's not in the running to get his uh, extension like DeAndre and um, our, our boys. Uh, I do think, though, I think the playoffs in the West is just not as difficult as it has been. People have to get over this this idea of the West just being um, this significantly better conference. Um, the team they have right now fits pretty well. You know, Deon- I think Fox, Halliburton, Heald as the one, two, three. Then you have Barnes and Holmes. It's a good enough team um, that, that, you know, if we're, we're going out there, I think they fit better than a bunch of the other teams that are also on the fence. So I'm, I'm saying yes. Um, we have two more teams to go. Now, um, you said you're a professional salesman. I'm going to just, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you show it off. We got the Spurs. Now, this is, this is a tougher one to sell. What are okay. they doing? So, I mean, so in theory, yes. Uh, very difficult, you know, sales job. And don't, pop me, me, don't pop me to death. Don't be like, pop here, pop here. <laughs> okay? Don't you pop it. Uh, you know me too well because that, that's where I was going to start. <laughs> I was like, uh, you know, I don't know if you've ever heard of him. But Greg Popovich, 667 uh, winning percentage. He's won almost. What? Yeah, Tim Duncan, he's won almost uh, (laughs) 1,300 games. Or he's actually won 1,310 games. Um, Coach of the year a few times. Five-time NBA championship. But uh, let's go into the players, right? You're like, Shane, enough. Like, stop. Stop it. Yeah. So, future All-Star, Jante Murray, pro player, is going to make a leap this year. He'll be an All-Star because this team needs him to be. And then they have future a bunch of first-round picks that are studs. Like, Derek White was, you know, first-round pick for a reason. Great backup point guard. Devin Vassell uh, will be their shooting guard this year. Unless they sign somebody, maybe Kawhi. I don't know. We'll see. Doug McDermott, sharpshooter. Sharpshooter extraordinaire. Uh, He'll be their small forward. Kelton Johnson made a huge leap last year. And uh, he's a good power forward. You know, average double-double. Podal is going to be their center. Uh, He was fantastic for Utah for, you know, back in the NCAA days. Also a first-round pick by the Raptors. So this is a team with a lot of upside. Thaddeus Young, they just got in that trade. Uh, You know, great vet, wily vet. Also Rudy Gay and then Lonnie Walker. Uh, Trey Jones is also on that team. He's Tyus Jones' brother. That's just me just throwing out names. Yeah, Uh, I can tell. I was like, do you listen to yourself? Do you hear yourself? I'm going to play this back for you later. Um, well, Zach Collins, they just signed too. He's a former first round pick. So yeah. a lot of former first rounds that could uh, Popovich and they know what they're doing. They're also assigning away. Like I'm, I'm just basing it on that this team is a good organization and they'll, they'll make a run. Did they get anyone else in that trade um, besides Thad Young for the DeMar DeRozan? They must have. I, yeah, I, I it was uh, it was Thaddeus Young and Al Farouk Amino. Uh, Farouk Amino, who who actually who is uh, a good defender. Yeah, yeah, he he rebounds. He he's a little underrated. He's probably getting up there in age, but he's been around. He he's a pro. Um, all right, well, you know, I, I enjoyed listening to that. I'm gonna go. At, they're the ten seed for me. Um, I needed to fill that ten seed and. You know, I, I do feel comfortable with a few of the other no's just underperforming. Um, there's there's some magic there left um, with Pop. But now, um, I'm sticking with the Spurs for a second here. They are not going to be very good this year. No matter what, you couldn't convince me of that. Um, they could be 
They could be borderline playoff. Does Pop leave? And, you know, he has to leave eventually. Let's say he leaves soon. Is there pressure? And, and I don't know. If, uh, I'm going to toss this out there. Let's see how you, see how you feel. Is there pressure to make Becky Hammond the head coach? That's funny because that's where my, you know, mind went. I think that she should be the next coach. Tim Duncan let like Tim Duncan actually left being the coach there because he probably realized that Becky Hammond is a boss, and it would create like diversions in the locker room. Because she actually knew what she was talking about, but then you would watch SportsCenter, and when Pop would leave, everyone would look at Tim Duncan for the next play. But Becky Hammond actually knew the next play. So I think I think Becky Hammond should be the next coach of uh, the Spurs. There we go. There we go. Love it. Love to hear it. That'd be amazing. Also, of, former player for the Liberty. First, first, uh, first woman head coach. Potential. I know there's a few in the running, but that that would be the first. Um, all right, so we have one more one more team to go. You wanna wanna dive in? Absolutely. Um, you know, Utah Jets. So let's go through this. They just uh, they have Donovan Mitchell, who uh, the Knicks picked Frank Nicolina over uh, years ago under Phil Jackson. Still TBD. Still TBD. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell's all NBA player. Great player. Rudy Gobert's uh, defensive player of the year center. Mike Conley. Everyone knows these names. They just re-signed Mike Conley, too. He, he played fantastic last year. Quinn Snyder was runner-up for coach of the year. Then they really haven't changed the team much. They have Jordan Clarkson, who won sixth man of the year, and then Joe Ingles, who was runner-up for sixth man of the year. So this team is poised to make a run again. Uh, do I think that it ends in the NBA finals? I just, they're missing a piece. Like they're missing another reliable scorer. Um, they have a great team and they'll make the playoffs. They're a great regular season team. What about you, Brennan? Yeah. Um, I mean, not, not too much to add there. I think regular season team is a good descriptor. Um, you know, this, I, this is a gut feeling I have, but this could be the year where they, they make they make the push in the playoffs. I, I could see them beating up any of these teams in the playoffs. Any any team in the West, I can see them making it to the Western or I can see them making it to the championship and beating the whatever team in the Western Conference Finals. Um they I like that they're running it back. They have the experience in the playoffs now together, and they have the regular season experience for sure. Um you know, they, they understand their weaknesses, which is Rudy Gobert on on perimeter defense in the playoffs. And then, um, you know, it's amazing how you can be the defensive player of the year multiple times and still not be able to even guard anyone in the playoffs um, on the perimeter. So what makes me most confident with this is that Donovan Mitchell is a savage in the playoffs. He can put up 50 points and he night. And, and that's something that you need in the playoffs. So I'm, um, I'm excited for this team. Um, this really, and, 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 you know, I hope that this works out, but um, this could be the year that they make, they, they break through that, that playoff barrier and made it the championship. Honestly, like I, I have no, I have no hesitation with saying that. Know what they're missing though. They're missing another guy like a, like Chris Middleton for the bucks was that difference maker. They need another all-star scorer rather well, so, than like so go bear go bear has to study Aiden all off season right like he's yes. gonna play against him and he has to play more like him too yeah and then Agreed. conley can be more of that guy he can be the guy if he's healthy which is you know it's it's been a question mark for a long time now but if conley can be the guy who can put up 20 points put up 30 points once a series when they need it when Mitchell isn't hitting or whenever, you know, Jordan Clarkson might be off. Like I, I think Conley is that guy. And I do think that, you know, having Clarkson and Ingles cannot go under the radar. Ha, they, they have two of the best six men in the, the game, which is actually, I think mathematically impossible. Um, but it's really, 
it, it's really important to note that they just have these talented guys around this core of the big three, which is the focus of this uh, pod, right? Like it's Mitchell, Gobert, and Conley. I'm confident in them um, that they can make it work. Gobert like has work to do, but I don't think he think I don't think he doesn't think that. I don't think he you know thinks he's set. I think he can get better, and he knows that. Um, so as I mentioned earlier, I think if he studies up on um, then then he, they they can make they're they're just as able to make a run as the Suns were this year. Totally agree. And just to recap. Uh, give us who your picks are for the playoffs for the Eastern Conference and Western Conference. All right, just to end on this real quick. So, my Eastern Conference, I have the Hawks, the Celtics, the Nets, the Hornets. I have the Heat, the Bucks, and the Knicks, and the 76ers making it clean. I think that's beautiful. I love that. And then 9-seed Bulls, 10-seed Pacers. And um, that's going to be a fun little matchup. Uh, they're both going to lose really quickly. Um, and then we have the Western Conference. Where we have? I have the Mavs, the Nuggets, the Warriors, the Lakers, the Suns, Blazers, Kings, and Jazz. Clean making it. And then 9 and 10 seed are the Grizzlies and the Kings. So, you know, there's a lot. Even just hearing myself say all that, that's a lot of teams. Um, but most teams make the playoffs nowadays. Uh, but I, I do like the plan. I, I do like the plan. I understand, you know, um, people, you know, saying there's too many like participation awards, but I think it'd be fun. Um, you want to point out the differences? You want to point out who you, who you have uh, different than I do? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I have Hawks, Celtics, Nets, uh, Pacers, Heat, Bucks, Knicks. 76ers, then my 9 and 10 seed for, uh, you know, the Eastern Conference is the Hornets and the Bulls. And then Western Conference, we're a little bit different. Um, I had the Nuggets, Warriors, Clippers, Lakers, the, um, the Suns, Kings, Spurs, and Jazz. And then I had the Mavericks as my 9 seed and the Grizzlies as my 10 seed. So, a little bit different, you know, I picked the Clippers even without Kawhi, I believe in Paul George, and uh, I just don't think the Trailblazers are going to do anything. Yeah, I mean, well, this is this is a fun uh, fun run through, I feel like a lot's happened, we're debriefing from the season, we had some um, free agency signings, draft picks, getting weighed in. We'll we'll see. We'll have to revisit this in um, in like two months before the the season starts. We'll take a look at our picks and um, you know, see what changes. As we mentioned, there's a few free agents out there that we we still need to see where they go. So um, I don't know. Fun time talking. Any any, any last sign off items? Any comments you want to make? No, just uh, very excited for Marvin Bagley to be an all star and for the Sacramento Kings to make a deep run in the playoffs. So that that's where I'm at. Yeah, I mean, my my last comment is, um, you know, I, I'm I'm buying what Shane's selling. So uh, whatever whatever you're you're selling, just hit me up. You need to make some money ever in your future. Just take it from me, and um, I'm investing in Shane's company whenever whenever he starts it. Uh, but thanks everyone for listening, and um, you know, good time preparing for next season. Yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Have a great night.